Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5-Minute Friday podcast on the 5th of August 2022. In this episode, I'll be busting a widely held and often shared management myth. My name is Tom Bell. I'm a consultant and trainer specialising in willful blindness in public services. I'm a former NHS manager turned whistleblower and author of Lions, Liars, Donkeys and Penguins, The Killing of Alison, which is a true story about the events surrounding the suicide of my sister Alison, following a period of abuse in the care of an NHS mental health hospital. So what's the widely held and often shared management myth that I'm going to bust? There are two, and they're both equally true and both equally wrong. And the first is, have you been in one of those meetings where someone says, oh, if we do what we always do, we'll get what we've always got. So first, let's bust that one. You know, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. It's a load of old bollocks. The reason it's a load of old bollocks is that the world is changing around you. So any organisation that thinks it's going to get what it's always got from continuing to do what it's always done in an environment that is changing around it is bonkers, slightly misguided and lacks people within it who have the intellect to recognise that. Sounds harsh, probably true. The other thing is, if you do what you've always done and expect the same results for exactly the same reason above, the world is changing around you. What does it mean? So I guess what it means really is that the world is full of glib phrases, um, many many of them used by managers, well-meaning and well-intentioned, who don't really want to acknowledge the fact that improvement begins with understanding. So what does that mean? What does improvement begins with understanding mean? It means you have to understand what brought you to the place that you're at. What were the forces that brought you to the current position that you're in as an individual, as a team, as an organisation and as a system? You've got to look at those things and understand them before you do anything. How many times have people set off on a journey of so-called improvement only to fall over and blunder, um, rather like a character from It's a Knockout, falling over all those obstacles that they used to put in front of people. It is a complete myth that we should use phrases like scale and pace and other such things within public services. A great example of that, of course, is the NHS. Next year, it will have been around for 75 years, and there are still people within it who are using phrases like scale and pace and da-da-da-da-da and let's roll this out at, you know, at scale, blah, blah, blah. Um, But they don't really understand what they're doing and they don't understand why they're doing it. Now, the NHS is one of those things that you would think everyone understands the purpose of it, but I would challenge you now to get two people in a room and ask those two people to come up with a shared definition of what they think the NHS is or should be. What's its purpose, in other words? What's the purpose of the NHS? Sounds very obvious, doesn't it? It's been around for nearly 75 years. It's a British institution. It's generally regarded as the thing that British people are most proud of about this country. But in reality, nobody's actually sat down and said, what is the purpose of the NHS? Is it a wellness service? Is it an illness service? Is it both? Is it to pick up the pieces from people who have been irresponsible, riding around without a bike helmet and then expecting some of the country's most intelligent and highly skilled people to put their head back together at no charge to them? Of course, a charge to the rest of us, but that seems to uh, go by the by. So we have, at the moment, we have a kind of inconsistent non-national illness service, a sort of a mistake-fixing service, if you like. If improvement begins with understanding, then we need to have a conversation about the purpose of the NHS. And we need to sort of rid our management boardrooms of those people who come out with those glib phrases about if we do what we've always done, da-da-da-da-da, without really understanding what they mean. Um, 
I remember once working for an NHS trust in Cumbria, and I had this little poster up on the side of my wall, as I do, which is, it's my favourite Peter Drucker phrase, which is that strategy will eat culture for breakfast. And this guy, I remember this director walking past, and the next thing you know, he's presenting this on a slide at a meeting without any understanding of the context of it, what it actually meant, but it just sounded good, you know. So here's a guy on 100,000 a year, I'm going back a few years now as well, by the way, um, trotting out truisms that he simply didn't understand to people who just looked at him like he you know, was speaking Swahili and had come off another planet. I'm, I'm at risk of filling this slot here for the sake of it, so I'm going to quit while I'm behind or ahead, whichever you think. If you have any wonderful glib management phrases that you'd like to share with me that we can tear to pieces or myths that you think should be busted, then do get in touch. And if you want to find out more about willful blindness or about me and what I do, please also get in touch. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter at Tom in Cumbria. You can email me at tom at cormetis.co.uk. That's C-O-R-M-E-T-I-S.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, stay as safe as you can, as sane as you can, and solvent if possible. Have a great weekend.